0: Welcome to Get In The Ring with DJ D. Coops and Beast Mike on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Yes it is. It's time to get in the ring with DJ Kooks Cooks and Beast Mike. I'm a little subdued today as um <laughs> as we're getting ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. And um we are here um because we're we would not record on Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. We want everyone to enjoy their Thanksgiving, whether it's be with the food or with the families or with uh, with all the pre Black Friday shopping that everyone's going to do, uh, Yeah, so we we got we got to have this drop on right after the Wednesday Night Wars continue with AEW and NXT. Yes, I am Beast Mike, and um, this was a big weekend in wrestling Survivor Series weekend, Chicago basically being the epicenter of, of wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying of all. Yeah, I was about to say of all wrestling. Um, the four nights. With WWE and then AEW was there. It's just now they just wrapped up their show uh, tonight with with a good uh, AEW Dynamite. So we got a lot to get into. So let's waste no more time. Let's let's get it. Where are we where are we
0: starting? Dana Brook and Batista? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently Dana just slid, just uh, just told Batista to slide slide in her DMs.
0: Yep. Yep. That definitely literally that just,
1: just happened like five minutes ago. I, I, I just caught that on, on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I caught that on Twitter. I was like dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone took that and ran.
0: Uh, follow. The took Cornette,
1: and ran.
0: Cornette did resign. Mm. So,
1: yeah,
0: I thought he did. Yeah. Okay. So he did resign. Um, that that might have been known by last week's show, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think I might have mentioned it. But yeah,
0: cover my butt. Yeah,
1: it's good. To, it was good to clarify. Yeah, good to clarify it. though. So. Oh, and yeah. also, before we get into anything else, we didn't—we we forgot the preview of the Wilder fight, and we didn't really need Deontay to. Deontay Wilder
0: is your, your NyQuil moment?
1: Yeah, 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 there's no one. I mean, he's, he's becoming king of the NyQuils because he, he's, he's dropping bombs on so many victims who, who dare step into the ring with Deontay Wilder. Now, this took a little bit to uh, to the credit of his opponent, but Wilder still got it done.
0: In they, one point.
1: It got it in one take. Yeah, Luis Ortiz got wrecked in round seven, uh, and to the point where you can see all of the sweat drop off Ortiz, and he was out the moment it hit him, and it, it was GG. As Dante Wada claims another victim, and he we're getting ready for the super fight that's coming up in February. They just signed the deal a couple days ago with Tyson Fury, and they're gonna they're gonna run it back in February February twenty, I believe. Is the day of the fight. They're going to run it back, Uh, Fury versus Wilder, as Fury really was truthfully knocked out by Wilder, but the referee didn't, but he somehow got up and survived. Uh, We'll see see them run it back. Yeah, they made the deal official early this week.
0: With Friday Night SmackDown. Mm. Which was
1: SmackDown did a good job of setting up for Survivor Series. Uh, it, it set it up quite nicely. It, it really did put a good spin on the go-home uh, show. We got some quality uh, matches uh, from the jump here. Trying to get to the to the opening uh, series of events. Which I believe opened with what? The triple threat?
0: Yeah, it opened with triple threat.
1: Right, the, the triple threat of Rhea Ripley Sasha Banks and this became the weekend of Rhea Ripley. As, as we're going to go into all the stuff that happened with her, Rhea Ripley Sasha Banks and Charlotte good triple threat match. I, I was I really thought it was nice. I, I was digging it. I, I was all into it, and the finish was outstanding. One of if you didn't see this finish by now, I, I you're really late to the party. But this finish was outstanding.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh... Which, Charlotte wearing the figure eight, and then Rick covered her.
1: Charlotte with the figure eight, and not, not that Rhea covered her to win the match. It was that Rhea used the schoolboy to use the roll up to do it. And right. did it in a sense of basically, Charlotte had nowhere to go. Charlotte couldn't kick out if she wanted to. Charlotte provided the bridge for Rhea to sneak under, and then Rhea trapped her arms with the roll up. So, and then, while Sasha was completely trapped in the figure four portion of the figure eight, she couldn't break up the pin. And Charlotte had her in the figure eight trying to get a submission, so she couldn't break up the pin. There was no escape. There was no way that Rhea could have possibly lost in that situation. What a brilliant way to, to, to have Rhea steal the pin from Charlotte. And then, obviously, the women brawled as we kept her moving with the, uh, with the women's portion of the Survivor Series. Uh, deal. Next up was Undisputed Era and Crashing. the. See, you know, Sami Zayn introducing the brand new IC title. I like it. I like the new IC title. I like the side yeah, I, like,
0: I like the design. It's yeah. it's sort of, sort of conducive to what they've been doing.
1: Right, right. So <laughs> the only title not to get a makeover is the US title, which I'm a little surprised it hasn't. I'm sure that uh, I would imagine it will come soon. But yeah, I, I dig it. I like the new title. I like the side plates. I'm all for it. I like the side plates of pretty much at every championship now, except the tag titles and the US title. This led to Undisputed Era interrupting the proceedings. And New Day and Heavy Machinery had an eight man tag with all four members of Undisputed Era. But ultimately, it was the, basically divide and conquer by UE. UE took out, The first, the first they took out the members of New Day which basically made it 4-on-2. And then they finished the deal uh, negated with Roddy Strong getting the pin on a high knee, pinning Otis to win the match for this speed era. Afterward, this then focused on the triple threat with Styles, Brody, and Shinsuke. Shinsuke and Zane watched the match from the top of the ramp. AJ then got the drop-in on both parties and basically things were, good, were getting really bad until Sami Zayn saved the day with a chair shot. With a couple of chair shots to uh, to get his man Shinsuke to safety, more on their triple threat, which is pretty good later on in, the, in this particular uh, podcast.
0: Yes, yeah, so Daniel Bryan arrives. He addresses his issues with the fiend and he summons the fiend, but he gets the Miz instead.
1: Continuing to build up endless, for, the, the forever beef that is Daniel Bryan and the Miz uh, continues. They had an impromptu match at the Miz, slapped Daniel Bryan. We got teased with the yes stuff towards the end, and the guy Brian was going to finish off Miz, and then the Fiend shows up and, and puts Brian to sleep with the mandible claw. But again, the forever beef that is Daniel Bryan and Miz continues. Right. Never seems to be a bad thing when those two hit the mic because they they two spit gold when they're against each other.
0: The only problem I had with this is um, they could have given Daniel Bryan a win here.
1: Yeah, I agree. Keep momentum in for Survivor Series. Back
0: after the match,
1: yeah, I get you. I get you there. Uh, next up, we get uh Bailey tried to get a get a drop on Shayna. It did not work. Uh, it really did not work as Shayna uh, would fight Bailey off, and Bailey would basically run to the to the uh, up the ramp. I didn't like this because I thought it made Bailey look a little weak. I will say I wish they would had have Bailey look a little stronger here in this situation, but that look of death by Shayna at the end of the proceedings—I'm so I was sold on that. That was dope, but I wish yeah. they made Bailey look a little bit stronger in this situation. They really made Bailey look weak, like she was running away from Shayna. Right,
0: um, but this is WWE where all feels
1: are chicken. Shit. Yeah, I, I was not a fan of. How they basically portray Bailey like, oh, I'm calling Sheena out, I'm calling Sheena out. And then when she finally gets the smoke, she, don't, it, it, she realizes she don't want it. It, it just wasn't... I, I wasn't a fan of that. The no. brawl was fine. It's just the, like Bailey running away from it. I didn't, I didn't like that. Then we get to yeah. the main event of Reigns, Mustafa Ali. They finally gave Mustafa his name back. Good with that. And, and Gable versus Corbin, Ziggler, and Rude. Solid six man tag, but ultimately it was <laughs> Deep Six that put out Lee down for the one, two, three. Corbin gets it done for his team, and then we get a full scale fight coming in with Roll and SmackDown, uh, basically going to war. As Rollins led, led his team to the ring to fight with Roman, Strowman had brought SmackDown to come into the ring, but then Triple H sounded like it was a road dog and a little bit of Homage paying homage to DX Storm in Nor- Norfolk, Virginia with the tank, with the with army vehicle years ago. Instead, it was Triple H, Road Dogg, NHPK leading said army of NXT, and they stormed the ring. The whole roster basically stormed the ring. Basically, basically all the men's roster stormed the ring and made it happen. It, it turned into absolute chaos. And then we saw... Which was a cult, which was a battle I really needed to see more of in the five on five men the five on five on five men's with Keith Lee and Braun Strowman. We saw that to pretty much end Smackdown, which was dope.
0: We got a Spanish yeah, fly by Mustafa. Nice. That team was, was nice. When I saw Keith Lee and Braun in there, I was like, oh shit.
1: <laughs> I was all for that. I was I was all for that. We got a we got a super Spanish fly by Mustafa Ali to pretty much end all the proceedings. And then basically the three members of DX uh, beat up King Corbin uh, on an exclusive part uh, when the cameras went off the air, which, which was oh. funny. <laughs> yeah, basically, rolled up did his punches, switching music pedigree. After they got the STD, STD joke in on, on Corbin, but it, it, made, it made for a funny uh, television. You
0: know what I'm thankful for? Hating Baron oh, yeah. Corbin. <laughs> See,
1: seeing Corbin get this work? Yep, yeah, I, I, I know you've been thankful for that for many, for many a time. It never gets old, though. It, it, never does, it never does get old, seeing Corbin get his work re- repeatedly.
0: No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And it's very liberating.
1: It, it, it makes everyone feel good. It doesn't yeah. make everyone feel good, seeing Corbin get, get beat up repeatedly. Okay. Now, we go, now we're going to shift gears the following night. over War Games 3, a.k.a. Takeover Chicago 3. Garza versus Isaiah Scott in a good kickoff match. Good entertaining stuff. But ultimately, it was uh, the wing clipper from Garza to get it done. But this wasn't really the story here. The story to me, and the story to everyone else should be, that after the match, Garza comes through the curtain, and then Leo Russ drops him. Even- this could have been NyQuil moment of the week, too. Leo dropped me with a right hand and left him laying. You could actually hear the punch hit, hit Garza right in the face. And Leo basically said it's on site whenever the, whenever he sees Garza because he made it personal after he uh, took off his uh, his his tracksuit his uh, rip away pants uh, in front of his wife and kids that was that was disrespectful so I completely understand why Leo punched him in the face that was a receipt he had it coming good match though I, I want to see more of Garza versus Leo because that that's a good rivalry in the making but keep let's keep that going.
0: Um... Now- we got the War Games match um.
1: before before the war game, before the women's War Games. Mia and got taken out, and Ray Ripley had to go last minute and add Dakota Kai to the match. This would play this would play into the match later on. Yeah. So as we know, Shayna got the advantage because Io Shirai beat Mia in a ladder match to secure the advantage. When Kaylee Ray interfered and basically interjected herself as part of Shayna's team, the match starts with Io and Candice. Good stuff for five minutes. Bianca comes in, she adds to the to the few. She adds to the fight. Ray Ripley comes in, she adds to the fight. And now we get to the interesting part of this when okay, Kaylee Ray's coming in, does her thing, everything is cool, everything is normal. Then we get Dakota Kai's entrance. And then Dakota Kai basically Yakuza kicks Tegan Knox in the face and wilds out on Tegan Knox in one of the more shocking portrayals. I, I didn't see this coming. I was really not no, sure I ever didn't see this coming. I, I, I don't like.
0: I I, I don't like the heel turn, but I'll see where they go with it.
1: There was more developed. It was a good match with her and Candice uh, Dakota later on tonight. Uh, well, earlier tonight, uh, I'll I'll explain when we get to NXT. But um, this was a beating. This was a very they they put this heel turn on a real nice. Uh, Tegan Knox caught a beating. A lot of it centered around her repaired knee. As Dakota Kai used the door to, to bash on the knee, she basically trapped her leg into it. And she was able to, between the bars, to add some more damage. She did a knee bar to it to add more damage. It, it, was, it was a savage beating. So, Dakota leaves the proceedings, in part because of Regal and how, how she shoved Regal. And she was fine for it, apparently. And Tia Knox obviously was unable to compete, so it was four on two. And this played into a really good storyline. But this time, Kaylee Ray added some toys, and and, Beyond, and Rhea Ripley added some toys to, to make this, the, the war games that we've seen over the last few years, with a whole lot of weapons, and a whole lot of creativity with said weapons. The women were creative. And it was changed yeah, I, I,
0: I will the give it to The women
1: very creative.
0: creative. By mm-hmm. the time, I felt like two was too much for this night. Okay. I... I felt like the women should have had the war games and not the men. Mm. Um, Understandable. After seeing both matches, you know.
1: You thought it was too much.
0: I thought it was too much. And I was numb to it by the end of the night.
1: I did like how the women didn't use a bunch of weapons that weren't the tables. And then the men used only tables. I did like that. And how they separated the weapons from the two matches. Yeah. I was a fan of that because they tried to make both matches entirely different. So I, I, I get it. I totally got that point.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the women felt more to like a feud than
1: yeah. Instead of the men's being kind of just thrown together around centering around Chapa's pursuit of, of the NXT Championship. Fair enough. That, that's fair. Ultimately. <laughs> All, all six women that were truly in the match really did their thing, really had their moments of shine.
0: And both, and both Kai and, and Nox played their role perfectly, so...
1: Yes, they did. Also true. Uh, also true that that would not get lost in, in this uh, in this review. Uh, we got, the obviously, the, the, poison, the reverse Super Poison Rana. We got the Tower of Terror spot on all the chairs. Io Shirai's Salt was crazy. And... The closing moments of the match where Candy Ray jumps basically ribs first into a trash can lid, into a trash can by Rhea Ripley. I thought that was nice. I thought the and then the closing I thought was great where Shana went for the for the Kafuda, kafuda clutch and got counted by, by Rhea Ripley with the handcuffs that Shana tried to use earlier in the match. And then gets finished off with a rip tied on the chairs. So Rhea pinned Shayna in what was a really good war games.
0: Yeah. He's done Damian Priest, Cody, and Dane. Good match, but this did not need to be 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I agree. I thought it went too long. I, I thought it, they could have did all this in 15.
0: It peaked I, a little too early.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I, would, I would buy that. I think it, I they just tried to have as much time and give everyone as much time as possible, but they gave everyone too much time. They could have really did all this in 15 minutes. Uh, I, was, I thought this match did drag. I thought it totally did drag. Both all three guys did their thing. All three guys had some good shine. But and, and Dumbo's the right winner. But yeah, I thought it was a little bit too long. A oh, too long. Still entertaining, yes.
0: But but it it sort of did the um it would have been a rockin' three way if it was fifteen instead of twenty. Mm-hmm. Um Next, next, um... Takeover and, Portland. and the rumored Saudi show, the next rumored Saudi show, is rumored for February 20th.
1: Yep, take over, yeah. Whoa, okay, so they're gonna do two shows. Okay, so rumored for Saudi and then take over Portland on the same day.
0: No, they're not. No, the the, the uh, takeover Portland is the 16th of February. And oh, the uh, Saudi show it. is the twentieth of February. Okay, right.
1: got it, got it, got it, got it. I, I guess I didn't. I guess I did read the dates, but okay. So, take over Portland and then Saudi, so they're, they're gonna. So they're separated to the take over from. what will be the chamber? When, when's elimination. Elimination chamber is what the, the following weekend, or was it the weekend before that?
0: I'm not sure.
1: Um, pretty, yeah, no March. The... Oh, chamber's oh, Okay, so there is no there is no main roster pay per view then. February.
0: February. It would okay, be
1: the so, so they're basically doing away with Fastlane. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that not like they're doing away with Fastlane.
0: Because, it, because they're doing a takeover instead on a Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Good deal.
0: Riddle versus Balor
1: was as physical as you would expect. I was entertained by this match. I, I like the, the, the physicality the Riddle brought. I like the... The physicality that Ballard brought. We we got high speed at points. We got good tech skill at points. A very good co-main. Um, Ballard hit him with the 1916 to win it, but it was a very good co Um, it,
0: it seemed like Riddle was a little less aggressive that, at points, and um, Ballard ra- ramped it up, but didn't ramp it up to the level I thought he would. Mm. i still give this max three and a half stars. but but I'm not in love with it like you were. Okay. Where would I you did go it. with the women's war game? Where would you rate the women's war games? I went four and a quarter.
1: Uh, Women's I like more than men. I will say that yeah. before we get to the men's war games. Women's I thought was definitely better than the men's. Four and a quarter is about right. Because it was yeah. good, wasn't blow away, but four and a quarter is probably about right. I'd probably go four on the men's. Three and three quarters Riddle and, um, three and three quarters Riddle and Balor, and then probably three and a half for Dunn and Dunn Priest and Dane.
0: That's fair. I would flip flop the uh, Dunn Priest, Dane, and Balor Riddle rating.
1: Right
0: okay. Because I'm at three and a half on Balor Riddle and three and three quarters on D-Dun, going Dane, and Damien Priest.
1: Hmm. I saw went a little bit too long for my liking, which is why I dropped it a, a quarter point yeah and then when we get to the war games the uh, women the men's war games, which absolutely had a different feel than the women's and it was highly entertaining to see keep and Dajakovich do their thing with with an uh, environment that screens creativity I, I was I was all for that. It was not Adam Cole that started the match for any speed there, like he's done for the last two War Games. It was Roddy Strong who did it. Strong and Choppa started. Solid, pretty much decent wrestling match. We got Kyle O'Reilly jumping in, then Dutry Kovich. We got Keith Lee jumping in uh, after Bobby Fish. And uh, Adam Cole came in last, but uh, Adam Cole brought in tables. Lots of tables at the behest of Roddy Strong. I think six of them.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. The 7-1 yep. got broken.
1: The 7-1 got broken because Chopper pushed Cole into the table. Then we found out, as after the three minutes were up, and all the other seven, par- all seven men were in the cage. Who was the eighth man in the match? The building went nuts because it was Kevin Owens. And we saw the old-school Kevin Owens NXT shirt. We got the current rage, the, the usual rage that Kevin Owens brings to every match that he's in. The crowd loved it. I thought it was great timing doing in Chicago. It was big time. I, I I loved it. It was I loved the introduction. And we see Kevin Owens has supported Undisputed Era in the past. And the the fact that he throws it back and got the shine at the start of it was great. The Panama Sunrise was oof. The Panama the Super Panama sunrise.
0: Yeah.
1: Well by call to Owens under the steel grate was dope. And then obviously, UE getting put through all those tables in various ways. Who was it first? It was Strong got hit by Dajakovic. and then it was Owens putting Fish through the table. Yeah, it was the Lee putting O'Reilly through the table, and now we're down to one on one between Champa and Cole on the top of the cage, and we're all thinking probably the same thing. The, the fans chanting please don't die is very appropriate at this moment in time.
0: Uh, I think Cole's <laughs> dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we all thought Cole was dead. They even Not from that dead.
0: pounce. He, like, I saw the gif of the pounce from NXT tonight. Yes, yes. That was so good. Oh he my gosh. Me. I'm like, Adam Cole's Cole's so, Cole's Cole. Adam Cole. Cole, <laughs> survived, Cole survived it, but my God, Keith
1: Lee sent him into another orbit. Before that, it was the ultimate air raid crash through those two tables from Ciampa to Cole, and we were, I was like, watching that, I was like, oh my God. I thought he had no shot against Pete Dunne at Survivor Series. I thought he had no shot. Ciampa gets the pin after the super air raid crash. They even show Britt Baker in the crowd. Obviously, we noticed that uh, that's his wife, not his girlfriend, but it, it, we show, he show Baker in the crowd afterward, and we were all like, how? Oh, uh, uh, like, oh. I, I was standing after that. Yep. That, that was wild. Absolutely they, the better they, ending. They the, men's, have, the men's match had the better ending, but the women's match was better overall. So uh, that, that's how I would describe uh, Takeover War Games.
0: Yep. Yep. I thought the women's match had higher emotional notes. Yes, yes, men. it did. Well, the men type pure chaos. Mm hmm.
1: Fair way to describe that, too. Definitely a fair way to describe that as well.
0: And that's why I give it the uh, quarter star edge. Mm
1: hmm. Survivor Series, same building, same company. Let's, let's, get, let's get things started. The battle royal for the tag teams was, man, you, you really missed nothing if you didn't oh, watch I... this. <laughs> you, you missed nothing. Ultimately, Ziggler and Root win for SmackDown. Uh, you, again, you missed absolutely nothing. It came down to Ziggler and Root versus Street Profits, and we, we saw some good stuff from Montez Ford, but ultimately it was Bobby Root eliminating him to win the match for his team. So SmackDown's on the board. With their first win. Sozawa representing Raw, Leo Rush representing NXT, Kalisto representing SmackDown, Cruiserweight Championship match. Pretty good. Pretty good match. And we got more on Sozawa and Leo later on. But a pretty good match yeah. overall between the three of them.
0: I did see the GIF uh, yeah, of the uh, German Tipple X the apron. I can't yeah. believe they actually did that.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was not ready for that. No. I was, I was truly not ready for that. But ultimately, it was Leo getting it done with the final hour, pinning Kalisto after Kalisto hit the Selena del Sol on the Hozawa. It was the final hour to pin Kalisto for three and getting NXT on the board with their first win. Decent match between the three.
0: And Raw gets his only win. And... Raw
1: gets, as, as the win you'd probably the most expected from Raw, but Viking Raiders on the Speed of Error New Day, triple threat. For Triple uh, Threat, who, who the baddest tag team in, in the game is right now in WWE. A good match. Uh, you know what? I, I enjoyed it. We got the brutality from Viking Raiders. We got the speed and creativity of New Day. And we got the synergy that is under Speed of the Era. And all, all six men really put in work. This became... This became really down to Viking Raiders. And... Undisputed Era. As Kingston tried Trouble in Paradise, it got picked off and they took down Big E. Ultimately, New Day did their part towards the middle of the match, but really uh, Big E and Kofi were taken out towards the end. leaving it down to the Raw team and the NXT team, but ultimately, Viking Raiders was just too much for Fish and O'Reilly as they finished the deal. Ivor dod- dodged the high-low and then they finished the deal with the Viking experience to get the pin. So, Viking Raiders get it done. Raw gets their win. Raw gets a win. So, it's 1-1-1 yeah. one, one, one going into the main the show.
0: P- Team NXT defeats Team Raw on SmackDown. For the women's, this was a little clunky.
1: Yeah, this was, this was a little odd. As you had Candice and... I think it was, what, Candice and Io? Yeah. Um, left the match early. It was and then kinda, it came back. Then they came back at the very end, which was kind of weird. Um, we got Oscar turning on Team Raw with the Miss, which, which obviously advances their storyline. There's a K pay per view coming up this Sunday. There's more on that in a moment. Uh, more on that after we get through Survivor Series and AEW stuff. We got the we got some women looking impressive. Bianca Belair got a couple pins in there. Uh, we, we got some. Quality stuff from all parties involved. Tony Storm basically was folded into a pretzel by the sharpshooter and the, the bait statement, making her tap out as Natty from Raw and Sasha from SmackDown kind of teamed together towards the end to take down the, the NXT people. But again, the weekend of Ripley continued and culminated as Ripley ultimately would pin Natalya uh, with a little bit of distractions, uh, with, with a couple of distractions thrown in there. And Ripley would win the match for her team at NXT.
0: Roderick Strong defeats Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. A
1: solid match all the way around from start to finish. A very solid match between all three parties. And...
0: We didn't I thought get much Roddy involved. was the better wrestler of the three. It was what? Roddy was the best wrestler of the three.
1: Roddy Tech wrestled better than AJ and Shinsuke. He really did. He really did out wrestle all both of them. I-, I will I will agree with that. So I'd argue, yeah, probably the right man probably won. It-, it was a it was a good match, but ultimately Roddy was the best wrestler of the three and he proved his worth. A very good match all the way around. it looked like AJ had it won with a phenomenal forearm, but Roddy basically stole the pin and pinned Shinsuke. But a very Get good match back. for all oh, well. Yeah, my
0: So we have to talk about this. Um, the morrow thing um, it was great, yeah, and, and
1: I, yeah, Corey, yeah, Corey Graves, we gotta put you on blast for this. That, that was that was wrong. That was foul. What you what you said?
0: Move. Yep. And and then you you, you doubled down on it.
1: Ain't <laughs> Hey, you, you definitely did make it worse. Ronaldo wasn't even on NXT this week. It was Phelps the commentary uh, for NXT. Ronaldo wasn't even on.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was dumb. Yeah,
1: that, yeah, Corey, I, I get it. You apologize at least, but yeah, that was that was really stupid. You, you, you didn't have to do that.
0: Come on, yeah, man. I just told him personally. Yeah,
1: that was that was foul? That was foul, man. We we love Corey Graves. We love us some Corey Graves, but dude, that was, that was foul, guys. That, that was foul. I'm a guy.
0: Okay. I'm called defeats it's done. So, How is done. it even called standing? First off. How in the world were you possibly standing? I have no idea. Just took a bit, <laughs> And then
1: done with the, and then done with the, with the leg injury, uh, pretty much towards in his match. So it kind of hampered his situation. I honestly thought Cole had no shot. I truly thought Cole had no shot in winning this match. Yet he found a way to do it, and he found a way to win. In what was a very good match, and that counter was incredible at the end. That was an incredible counter. Yes, Dunn had, him, Dunn had him for the bitter end and Cole immediately and seamlessly countered it to the Panama Sunrise that's one thing Adam Cole is absolutely outstanding at and one of the best in the game at, his timing is amazing uh, the timing of him being able to flip the bitter end seamlessly to the, to the Panama Sunrise was outstanding, that absolutely was the move that won him the match, the last shot made it academic, but, yeah, but that was absolutely outstanding how Cole won this match what a way to win it and what a way to close the weekend for Cole as Cole gets it done against Pete Dunn. And this, you, if you wanted to say this was the best match of the night, by all means. But because this, this was incredibly entertaining.
0: And the Fiend defeats Daniel Bryan. Hate
1: the red hate the red lighting. Other than that, this match was fine.
0: Yeah, it was no, okay. No, no matter have it, no, it,
1: whatsoever. Except for the red lighting, get rid of it. it the red lighting is bad. But uh, other than that. Uh, I'm, I'm perfectly cool with it I liked that he got a little bit of the yes stuff I thought that was great And I thought what The Fiend did at the end As he intercepted Bryant with the mandible claw And then basically Put all of his body weight on the off arm So that Bryant couldn't get out And couldn't escape as, as Fiend would easily pin him I thought that was good I, I, was, I was with that, that was fine Fiend keeps the universal championship as he showed up. Definitely uh. his best match
0: I'm going to bash the next match, the beginning of the next match, because fucking Walter got eliminated in two seconds. He's your United Kingdom champion, and mm-hmm. he was make a star in Europe, mm-hmm. and he's presented as an unstoppable beast, and you mm-hmm. just fucking hit him in, in five minutes. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. And
1: not only, see, and the other part about that, not only was the fact that he got eliminated first, they don't sell the chops. That's the biggest thing about Walter. His, his bread and butter is the chops. They had him chop Strowman and McIntyre, and basically both dudes brushed it off. Strowman would give a little bit more of a pass to because of just how massive Strowman is, but both dudes brushed it off. Strowman and McIntyre did, like, like, it was, like it was nothing. Like, no, you, you got to have him chop sweet something. You don't have him chop those two dudes. I, don't, I, I for sure thought Damian Briefs was going to get picked off first. I thought he was easily... The, and, and, and by the way, the five... For NXT, we, we should mention where Ciampa, who's the captain, Walter Priest, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. And, yeah, the fact that Walter got picked first, got, got pinned first, uh, none of us like it. I, right, for sure, else. I for sure thought it was going to be Priest getting picked off of the Claymore or, or something like that first. That was, that was the move that got Walter eliminated was the Claymore. But, yeah, I thought it was... Uh, I, I didn't like that at all. I really didn't. It did catch him clean in the face, but I thought, yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. Let's see. Good, it was some good stuff here. Owens got pinned by Champa, which I thought Owens got pinned a little too early. I thought that was a bit, a bit of a surprise. Cable getting pinned, being the first out for SmackDown, that's fine. No, no issues there. That's Riddle pinning. Riddle pinning. It was a good match. RKO's from, from Orton to Priest. priest gone, but Riddle pinning Orton. I thought was uh, that was that was one of the moments of the match. I didn't see that coming. Then Riddle yeah. would sneak up on, on Orton and, and pin him. I didn't see that one. That, that, was, that was a good look for having Riddle to pin Orton. And then Orton immediately hit him with an RKO, basically leaving him easy pickets for Corbin, for Corbin to pin him. Uh, Strowman gets counted out. But th- now, this was a good use of the Claymore here. Strowman getting uh, hit with it to get eliminated uh, by, via countout. I thought that was fine. Ricochet getting completely wrecked by the end of the days. That's fine. That, that makes a lot of sense. Ali getting picked off, uh, getting the stomp from Rollins. That's cool. McIntyre getting picked by Reigns. Okay, that makes sense. Corbin getting turned off by Roman Reigns because Corbin was being completely stupid at parts of the match. Understood it. Completely understood that. Corbin gets speared by Reigns, gets picked off. They can use that rivalry. Pretty much similar to Charlotte Oscar earlier t- early in the evening. That's fine. Chama getting eliminated by a stomp by Rollins. And basically, he got... Dipped on by Reigns, and he got, pretty much got double teamed by Reigns and, and Rollins.
0: Lee pins Rollins.
1: Lee then pins Rollins up yep, with, with the power bomb. Yeah, was the jackhammer what I thought was dope, and, and Lee pins Rollins, and Lee basically owned the building at this moment in time. Since it wasn't Champa, it was Lee who owned the building. So Lee eliminates Rollins, Rollins, and Rollins out, and now it's down to Rollins. And now it's down to keep Lee and Roman Reigns, and Lee owned the. Lee absolutely did own the building. And Lee went battle, he went blow for blow with Roman, and it was highly entertaining. It was incredibly entertaining watching Lee throw down with Roman. It was the that power bomb, was dope that Lee did, and Lee kept it pushing. He tried to go for that moonsault from the second row, and he didn't, he didn't quite get it. Yeah, there was a botch, by the way, Well it looked like Roman had the pin, but uh, he in the rep and Cohen counted the three, but, but Lee apparently kicked out just before it. It was a little bit of a botch there. By John Cohn. Nonetheless, it was the, um, Lee kept tried to keep it going with the power bomb, and it was a the, the second rope moonsault from Lee missed. Ray's got the spear to get it done, so SmackDown wins. This and Riddle and Cole were my two favorite matches of the evening. I did enjoy the, the frenetic pace of the raw of the of this on the men's match more than the women. It seemed a whole lot less clunky.
0: The, yeah.
1: only thing about, the only thing about this one was the Walter elimination early. I didn't like that part either. But other than that, I thought this match was perfectly fine.
0: I yeah, both both Cold Dunn and uh, this match were at four stars for me. So. Yes, no complaints. Um, Brock versus Ray was fun, but but Brock was defeats Ray Mysterio.
1: I Yeah, this was probably third because I I, I did love. When Ray and Dominic did their thing and double team Brock, I, I thought that was great. But this is probably third to me on, on, the, on the list of matches.
0: But, I did. This what is the that? second time Um, I want to get to the women's match because the women's man met because this is the second time we've a triple threat has shit the bat this year in the main event yeah, spot. Yeah,
1: the, the WrestleMania one was better than this. Ew. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I thought one this so one dragged. In my opinion,
1: yeah, I thought this one dragged between Shayna, Becky, and Bailey. I thought this one dragged on. Yeah, I, I think the I think the building was semi-done from the from Lesnar retaining. I think everyone was, was looking forward to Rey Mysterio winning the title. So I think that kind of killed the energy in the building, which is why I wish that match would last. But yeah, I, I didn't. I I really fully expected that match to go last too. Ray uh, Ray and Brock.
0: And then they go eighteen off five with it, and I'm like,
1: Ugh. I thought this a bit. Yeah, I didn't. I get it. You want to give them time, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, this match seemed to drag. I, I didn't. I didn't get that same buzz or entertainment. At least with Rosie, Charlotte, and Becky, y- you got a buzz. I didn't get that same buzz from this.
0: Both I'm, matches lacked heat. Both those matches lacked heat, yeah. and and the WrestleMania crowd's different because it's all your hardcores, but it's like. That match lacked heat, but both of them really just suffered from the lack of heat and the and the, like the same formulaic triple threat layout. They weren't creative with it at all.
1: Not really, no. Yeah, not really, no.
0: They just a lot, a lot of people. Wanted, I think a lot
1: of people were, were, were dead set on seeing, and obviously, a WrestleMania match Becky Ronda, and in this match Becky Baszler. Yeah. And then we got we got the SmackDown champion thrown in in both cases. Not that we say Bailey wasn't worthy of that spot because Bailey's had a good a very good fall, and it has come on since since becoming heel. Bailey's really stepped their game up. And Charlotte at the time, you had to put Charlotte in because of the way Charlotte was doing her thing up until WrestleMania, I
0: thought was so kind of no the best performer in the match, and
1: yeah, um... Bailey Bailey worked it out. Bailey did really well, and it, it certainly
0: did. Um, well, but... as our baser did well. It's just I hate to say this with Becky. Too much. She's not, she's not that good.
1: You think it's just? You think it's? You think it's finally time for Becky to lose the title?
0: She. She's so over, but <coughs> her matches just do nothing for me.
1: You can. I can honestly say Becky. And I've made this clear many, a few times before. Becky's my favorite of the women. You could honestly say that Becky doesn't need the title to main event, whatever match she's in. She doesn't need to, she doesn't need to be champion. I think she's in that Charlotte mode of, I can grab headlines without being champion. And I think both of them could absolutely elevate the tag. And not that the Kabuki Warriors are bad, because I like what the Kabuki Warriors are doing. But so they would have won the tag titles at some point. Becky and Charlotte, and Becky not being the women's champion on Raw, I think they could really do wonders. I think they could absolutely do wonders as the tag champions. It really bring a whole lot of prestige and and
0: and Becky, um, since they've really dropped the ball with her, um, um and her ring work has not been the best.
1: I feel like her ring hasn't
0: improved.
1: I don't think it's really changed.
0: I don't think it's really improved. Yes. Like, yes, that's the thing. Um, before, before this, she was improving on a slightly higher level. And now she's not really I think,
1: improving. I think Pytonia has been a little stagnant. I think is, is the way I would describe it.
0: My thing, she's bad.
1: No, no. Be- Be- Becky's still really good. I didn't like that Becky was basically, uh, basically made to stand tall at the very end. I thought they wanted to keep Becky over. Becky was already over. She didn't need to do that. Ultimately, it was Shayna who put Bailey to sleep with the Carafuna, uh, uh, putting her to sleep. So NXT gets capped off an incredible weekend for NXT. The final score being NXT 4, SmackDown 2, Raw 1. Paisa putting the final touches on it, uh, winning in her signature win, um, in, in WWE right now She's obviously over a year as champion She'll get the 400 days easy uh, As NXT Women's Champion As she's not too far away from Asuka In terms of the championship In terms of NXT Women's title run And being the longest But a good uh, Survivor Series all in all I wish they would have flipped The Women's Match and Brock and, and Ray. I think the Women's Match would have got more heat Had it gone on before Brock and Ray. I really do Yeah but The guy would have got more buzz.
0: I don't think the match would have been better, but.
1: It probably wouldn't have been any different. But I think it would have at least got more of a crowd reaction. Yeah. Uh, if it were before Brock and Ray. I think that, that killed a whole lot of the, the reaction. That killed a whole lot of the buzz when Brock actually won the match.
0: So, AEW. Oh, we have to go to Raw. My bad. <laughs>
1: Well, I will kind of speed for this because really, honestly, Rob was alright. We, we got a heel turn from Rollins, which I thought was okay, and nothing really special though. Uh, Owens stunned Rollins at the end of it, end of the segment. Kind of dragged up a little bit. Rusev got the drop on Bobby Lashley. I thought this was great. I love that Rusev beat up Lashley the way he did. I thought it was awesome. And instead since of a last man standing match with, with him at Starcade with those two men. I thought this was a good. I thought this is a good way for Rusev. To finally get some get some comeuppance on lastly, well done. Perfectly fine there. ALP destroys Hawkins and Ryder. What would you expect? You missed, you missed little to nothing. Andrade beats Tozawa. A little bit of help with Selena Vega. Again, can we push Andrade towards the Intercontinental Championship? Buddy beat up... I was so scared of this match. but with, uh, with, with Buddy versus Matt... Uh, returning Matt Hardy... Like, no, you're going to kill Ma- you're gonna kill Buddy Murphy? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Buddy's going to be hot this year in 2020. But they didn't. Basically, Buddy Murphy gave Matt Hardy some NyQuil in the form of Knees to the Face. Several of them. Matt Hardy was knocked out by the time the third one hit his, hit his jaw. Buddy gets it done. And, but and there buddy, is-
0: buddy Murphy... Buddy Murphy, Alistair Blackfield, I am all for.
1: <laughs> yes, Buddy versus Alistair continuing to the- build up. Their whole deal, Buddy caught the knees from Alistair before leaving the ring, but I love that they're setting this up between Buddy and Alistair. I'm all for it. I need more of this. Let's, let me see some more. A good fan of four way, between ricochet, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and Rey Mysterio. Winner gets the and good. AJ. This is a good four. A good fan of four way. I enjoyed it.
0: And the- it was. Rey Mysterio match was awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. And. Unfortunately, this obviously, there was a sacrifice, and that being Umberto Carrillo getting jumped by the OC beforehand. I'm sure Carrillo will have his time. I, I know Carrillo's going to have his time. No problem there.
0: So, uh, I want to see a Carrillo ranked zero match.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I do I do want to see that. Ultimately, to me, the, and I still believe this. I told you this last year. The guy I want to see take the, the U.S. championship, now that Ray won the match, a little bit of assist from Randy Orton. The guy I want to see take the U.S. title from him is Andrade. And have a drawn-in Carrillo battle, but I, I'm I'm perfectly cool with Umberto getting a shot at Rey Mysterio. I, I do I do need to see that. That would be that match would be dope. But uh, ultimately, it was Ricochet. It was Rey Mysterio getting it done back to back matches, and Rey Mysterio is your new United States champion. Nice celebration with with Dominic. Crowd was hot for that. I, I thought the whole the whole thing was dope. A little bit of an assist from Randy Orton. To drop AJ with an RKO after the OC got involved uh, towards the end of the match. Although, that was that was good stuff. I was, I'm all for that. Charlotte Flair kicks the miss the second time. Uh, in the face, Asuka finally beat Charlotte. Kind of wish it wasn't the miss that did it, but okay, fine, whatever. Got to keep the heel thing going on, I suppose. Asuka finally does beat Charlotte. We, di- we did need to see Asuka beat Charlotte, though. So, that's okay. Good match, though. It was good. Uh, my condolences to the poor Sab, uh, Kyle Roberts. Uh, my condolences to his family after he decided to look into the birdcage to see what, what in the world was in there. And that basically was his death sentence as um, Eric Rowan basically destroyed him in, re- in relatively quick fashion. So this was, this was a squash. And then the main event, which was pretty decent, was see Rollins and Owens. A uh, pretty solid main event and an AOP... Uh, get, get the drop on Kevin Owens. It See, uh, as AOP and Seth Rollins becoming a crew, I'd be okay with this. I think this would be interesting, a good use for AOP to be part of a crew with Seth Rollins. This would be very interesting. So I, I can see some stuff from this. Good match between KO and Seth because that's just what they do against each other. All no, a decent Wrong Could have been better, but a decent wrong.
0: So, AEW Dynamite, we had Jericho, the champion, with Soul Train Jones as the host of the championship celebration. And there was a marching band, inflatables, a giant gift in the ring. And then, then you can buy a little bit of the bubble now.
1: <laughs> Jericho, Lipton, Jericho in Florida, never that's is, Jericho never ceases to take advantage. I, I, I love that. Jericho always, he's adaptive and aware of what he does. and he, He's a master showman. I love that.
0: And then he buries Chicago. Um, Jericho Re- has an official statement from TNT and AEW officials. He has he just run. I
1: did see that part. And the jersey that Jericho gave to his crew to the inner circle.
0: Yep. Yep. He gave him Rangers jerseys as as it was Jargar's father. Mm-hmm. It it was a great segment.
1: And then, and then Justin Roberts gets dipped on by the inner circle. I did uh-huh. see that in an SCU, especially Scorpio Sky uh, who were part of the marching band uh, jumped the inner circle and basically got them out of the ring. Yes, so I, I did see that part.
0: Yes. Marco Martinez is announcing tonight replacing Tony who's on assignment at his regular job. Mm-hmm. On Cassidy is dressed up as a turkey. Gujibur's <laughs> um, attached to at the entrance and Orange hits a high cross on top wearing a turkey suit. JR references to be KRP in Cincinnati and and Excalibur asks if they are going after that over-50 demo. Bird, <laughs> Third. Yeah, that, was, that definitely was a parody of the Goblin Cooker. I, I totally... Yeah, I, I see what you did there. About the over-50 demo, the only demo that NXT consistently wins every week. Excalibur mm-hmm. fucking great. I love Excalibur. They,
1: they uh. are... What I'm learning here is that AEW can, can, is secretly petty. They could be a secretly, That's petty, a secretly petty company coming out the w, with all these shots at WWE. Best
0: and th- I'm, not, I'm not even sure the secret about it. It's not that secret. Um, past Friends defeat the Lucha Bros in eight minutes via pen. Good opening match here. And then we had a Karushita and um, liner defeat um, lose to Emmy Sakura and Dee Priestley. Um, Mike stands shot by Emmy Sakura, and then the cradle finishes off Statlander. Um, Chit- Statlander did get some shine in her TV debut. B looked pretty good, and Emmy picked up a meter win. Moxie then cuts a promo making his way onto the top and wonders if someone is crazy enough to come after him and try to be a hero. If they do, they will get hurt. Um, Cody versus Matt next. They lock up. Cody takes him down. Next battle's back, but Cody save, attacks Cody. wins. Um, figure 4 follows, and Cody wins. And then Cody calls out MJF. And then the blade attacks. Then the Butcher appears. And we have Dark Alley comes up under the ring. And the Butcher and the Blade are here. Ever Parks and Andy Williams. Mm. New tag team for AEW. An already stacked tag team division.
1: This is a very, very deep, very, very talented tag team division. And the inevitable tag team feuds that are coming are going to be incredible.
0: Yes. And we had Kenny Omega versus Pac. Very good match here. Um Omega fires up with the P trigger pack isn't the one winged angel, but then Omega cradles him for the win. Kicks out of the first cradle attempt and then rolls over and, and and wins with the second attempt. This was a very good match. Um Kenny got his win back. Um 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 I'm sure there'll be a rubber match down the line. And Omega- we had a-
1: after what happened with Omega, he probably needed that win. He needed that win badly after losing to Moxley in in that uh the unsanctioned match.
0: Yes. And he gets lost and he avenges his loss in Chicago at all out. Mm-hmm. MJF versus Hangman Page, MJF wins. Um um with a sloppy ass crosswords. Yeah <laughs> Crosswords. I yeah, see that. That, was, that was
1: pretty. Yeah, I I get the savagery, but it was not pulled off as well as it should have been.
0: Um, post match DDP arrives to present the diamond ring to the winner MJF, and MJF is not impressed with DDP and gets his ring.
1: I did enjoy that. I did I did watch that in the promo the DDP cut. I, I did really enjoy that. that. I thought that was good. I debated
0: MJF on its win and offered him a handshake. MJF gave him his ring back and Loro bows up DDP and tells him to back off and then they had a um, pull apart.
1: Pretty much the whole thing, yeah. Pretty much it became a, a big, it became a fight between all the parties involved. I liked it. I, I did like that. I did like MJF interaction with DDP. Cause it, it seemed like obviously MJF is a his arrogance is going to create a whole lot of enemies amongst the legends of the game.
0: Yeah, Jake Hager, Dustin Rhodes came out, and he said he wants Jake Hager's blood and her struggle attack. Dustin and then Matt and Nick Jackson make the save. And the baby is dead. I
1: like to keep it that strong. I like that. I like that.
0: So next week, it's going to be Dustin and the Bucks versus Uvera, Santana, and Ortiz. Le Champion versus Scorpio Sky. Very good. Very Uh, good.
1: Entertaining, yes. Very, very entertaining. That crowd was hot, too. That's the other part about this. The crowd was real hot for Scorpio Sky. They were absolutely ready to see Scorpio Sky win the title. very entertaining match, but the experience of Jericho getting it done. If there's if there's one more than one way to skin a cat, as, you can, as they say. Jericho making Scorpio tap out to the walls of Jericho despite the Judas effect not working. Good adaptation by Chris Jericho, an incredibly adaptive wrestler. Jericho retains the title. And the show ends with Moxley making his way down the, down the aisleway uh, in the crowd. So it seems like Moxley set his targets on Jericho in the AEW Championship. Yes. So let's take it to full sail. NXT this week as the brand rightfully celebrates their triumphant weekend, not just with War Games, but with Survivor Series as they basically wrecked shop and dominated um, War Game, uh, the whole Survivor Series weekend in the shy. Decide waves, aka Wrestle Flow, did, did a nice little read, did a nice track for, for NXT, interrupted by Undisputed Era, as the parties involved in the War Games match plus Matt Riddle kind of uh, commanded the ring as Undisputed Era talking about how their, their weekend was big, and it was, as two out of three parties won their matches uh, on Survivor Series. Champa has now set his sights towards the NXT Championship, but he had to set his sights towards Finn Balor first. Balor versus Ciampa was the main event for the evening. Leon Dajakovich versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly started the evening in what was going to be a good tag match, and it was, but Bobby Fish didn't make it to the end. Bobby Fish, unfortunately, got hurt as the match kind of was start, really starting up to get nice, so he got replaced by Roddy Strong. And the match yep. was still fine. It was still worked out really, really well. Really, it was fairly seamless on all parties involved. Uh, we got to get towards the end of the match as Adam Cole tried to get involved and basically was thrown into the third row as he got completely deboed by Keith Lee. That pounce, was, that pounce was insane. We see Keith Lee do some pounces. But, man, Adam Cole went flying.
0: That was incredible.
1: Adam Cole went straight flying. He completely got intercepted by Lee and got completely pounced on. Dajakovic was stunned, as we all were. To see Adam Cole flying like that. But he took a thought off the prize, and ultimately it was um, Strong and O'Reilly that took advantage and paid Dajakovic to make it happen. So, the the, uh, the arrow retains the titles for Fish and O'Reilly. It was Strong and O'Reilly who retained the titles for the crew.
0: But a very good
1: opener. Very good opener. Finally, they used Mansour. So happy they're actually going to use him on, on, on the state side. At least they did So more often, Mansoor gets it done. I kind of wish this. I kind of wish it was a little bit longer of a oh. match. But they're actually, the fact they're actually using him on on, on on NXT television is a good sign. Mansoor Broody gets fish. it done with a slingshot neckbreaker. But a good but Mansoor gets it done. So that, that was the end game.
0: Who did he face? He
1: faced Shane, he faced Shane Thorne.
0: Oh okay.
1: Yep, he faced Shane Thorne. Uh, Dakota versus Candace. I like how they built it up. Where they, they gave a medical update on Tegan Knox. Knox obviously wasn't at NXT this week. Phillips was up, uh, was NXT, not, not Ronaldo. But uh Candace already did a nice promo before the match, and the match itself was very solid between Dakota and Candace. Both women got it done, both women did really well. The match really kicked up, and once we got towards the towards the end, it was Kai who used and knocks his knee brace they hit Candace in the face with it. And then Dakota Kai was going to work. Dakota Kai came to try to finish off Candace. And she was going to use the knee brace to really, really finish off Cam- Candace after throwing her into the steel steps. But ultimately, the referee kept the knee brace from her. So instead, she went to go grab a chair. This gave Rhea Ripley the time to make the save and make sure that no more damage was done to Candace LeRae as uh, this shoot-off uh, Tegan Knox, uh, the shoot off the Dakota Kai. But it's obvious we got a secondary uh, heel story. We got a secondary women's story aside from Rhea and Shayna. We got the Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox story is obviously going to be the second tier. And whatever Io does with Candice, if they're still doing stuff, whatever Bianca does, uh, we're still doing stuff. So we we got some female storylines here. I like it. Yeah.
0: Got the female hooks yeah. here. I like the secondary female storylines. It, it, it makes the show more interesting.
1: It does. It, it adds a different flair to it. It adds, adds a really a different flair to NXT. Uh, Cruiserweight title match, Leo, Leo Rush versus the Kidward was a good one-on-one. A very um, good one-on-one.
0: German suplex to the apron? <laughs> yeah, really. Ooh.
1: that much, I don't think that was even the most painful thing that happened on the evening. The most painful thing that might have happened... Was Candice trying to do a back suplex under the apron? It's the Candice kind of missed, and they, Dakota barely caught the apron, and but really caught a lot of the floor. As both women went basically straight to the floor, they both kept moving on like like nothing happened. But I think that, that was probably the worst bump of the evening, I would say. But yeah, that, that jumper suplex is no joke, though. Leo gets it done uh, as he countered the, the the diving senton and hit the final hour to get the pin. But this is a very good match. So both guys really kept up. Tezawa kept up with the speed of Leo Rush, but ultimately it was Rush doing a little bit. Rush was too much for Kevin Tezawa and get to done and pinfall to would keep his title. But a good match. Leo Rush put on some good, some good, uh, some good title wins. Good job. Uh, Zion Lee beats up Vanessa Bourne. handles business there. But uh, I just the Shayna and Maria and Jessica came down, and triple-teamed Zaya, but Rhea Ripley wasn't having it. Rhea made the save yet again, and this turned into a promo where the crowd got super hot. Again, Rhea Ripley basically ran the weekend, and is slowly and surely becoming the face of NXT. Rhea uh, made a, basically made her declaration. She's coming for Shayna again, but this time coming for Shayna's title. So, once again, Rhea Ripley proves that she owns the weekend, and she owns she owns the week in NXT, Rhea gets it uh, Rhea and Shane basically set a date. They didn't set a date for when this was gonna go down, but we're pretty much sure that this is gonna go down. Yes. Finally the main event of the evening was Chava versus Valor. And well, it was a pretty solid match. Physical match. Both parties brought it. Both, both parties did their thing. Pretty productive stuff going on but by, by the two two dudes that are absolutely going to be in the NXT title picture going forward. It was Ultimately, uh, Adam Cole's interference yet again, this time no pounce, but his interference yet again to clearly cost Champa the match, which he did. He caught him on in the instigary, Ciampa then got picked into the 1916, and Ciampa loses to Balor. So, Balor gets another big win, and what it looked like it was going to be Balor and Adam Cole with some sort of alliance, turned into Balor dropping Adam Cole with a Pele kick. So... Baller's on his own, and we see what this is. We got our three main contenders for the NXT Championship in Balor, Cole, and Ciampa. Yeah. That's NXT.
0: Picks of the week. <laughs>
1: obviously, we're doing this uh, before SmackDown, so we'll, we'll talk about SmackDown, obviously, next week. Picks of the week. I got to look at college football. This is rivalry week in college football. And what I'm looking for here. As I uh, slide through the schedule here, we're favored by 40. I think we can cover that, but that's not going to be my pick. My pick of the week is going to be, I'm going to go with the Iron Bowl. There's a lot of good rivalries this week, but my focus will be on the Iron Bowl. Matt Jones played really well against a trash Arkansas team. Alabama is a field goal favorite i like Auburn to pull off the upset and basically kill any shot at Alabama going to the college football playoff. Alabama, I think, goes down. I'm going to take Auburn in the iron ball to win it outright.
0: You're pulling a me here. You're pulling a me here. you okay. know picking Ben Saban. Um, I do appreciate that. Um, but I'm picking Minnesota upset Wisconsin. Mm. Um, Wisconsin's... One and a half point favorite there, mm-hmm. but 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 Wisconsin, but but Minnesota has the talent to get done. But you guys are playing Rutgers 40-and-a-half points. I yeah. expect
1: us to cover that. It's it's Rutgers. It's Rutgers.
0: Yeah, it's Rutgers
1: R-R-R-R-R-C-S is nowhere near the talent that Minnesota does when. Yes, I took Minnesota for granted. But the Rutgers is nowhere near the talent Minnesota does. I expect Penn State to absolutely roll uh, Rutgers here. I, I see no issue. They have a good running back, Rutgers does, and Pacino, but I, I see no chance of, of Rutgers. I think Rutgers gets hammered on senior day. If Penn State gets to 10 and 2 and gets closer. I think Penn State eventually ends up with a New Year's six. Please resign James Franklin. Stop these rumors of him going to Florida State or USC. Let's, let's Let's put pen to paper and get him, get him. Let him get his bag and get his brag because he deserves it. He's a top ten coach in, in college football. You you won't find some coaches better than Franklin, title or not. Just just sign just sign him already. Re-up re- him, give him a long term deal. He deserves
0: it. And then Notre Dame's a sixteen and a half point favorite at at Stanford. Stanford's not very good this year, so I expect Notre Dame, who has really came on. To com- complete, um, they really bonded together as a team and and really started to play very well um, the last couple of weeks against of maybe a Virginia Tech, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do expect Notre Name to roll Stanford. BC. Well, to put you guys at ten and two. Yep. To put us at ten and two. Yes. No, so I don't think we'll get a New Year six because where we are in the rest. You guys are sixteenth. We are tenth.
1: Yeah, I don't think you, you guys would have to see need to see a lot of bodies drop in front of you. I think to get up to. Well, I think the mag, the minimum you guys would probably have to get up to is tenth to get up to the, to get to a New Year's six. Yeah, this is too much. There's just too much damage in front of you, and Michigan's still ahead of you. You're going to need Michigan to lose big against Ohio State, which I think Ohio State beats them in covers. I don't think you yeah. cover by enough for you to, to leap them or to leap Wisconsin, who I think will lose, and a couple other squads ahead of you. So, I think I think your chances of in year six is all but done. I do think you'll get a New Year's Day ball. Yes.
0: Yeah. Then we go to the NFL, where...
1: Well, let's see here. Well, we've got a- a
0: game Because I won't be releasing this until Friday, even though I do, like, that line in Chicago, the the Lions and Bears line. Detroit's going to a third string QB.
1: I have to think Chicago will cover that five. I do agree there. But that's not the game I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to, let's see here. Got some solid games here. We got some solid games here. we couple tank bowls.
0: We do get a couple tank bowls.
1: We do get a couple here. Jets and Bengals. Andy Dalton's back in the, in the fold. So we, we got a tank bowl there. And Rogers Chargers, Chargers and Broncos looking like a tank bowl. There's a sneaky, sneaky tank, tank bowl right there. I'm gonna go with the Rams. The Rams have to bounce back. Yeah. After getting completely murdered by the Ravens on Monday night football, Lamar Jackson's probably MVP right now. He's a front runner, definitely. But after getting completely slaughtered by the Ravens, I have to think the Rams bounce back. The Cardinals are a respectable team. They are. And in any other division, they'd have a decent shot at it. Unfortunately, you're dealing with two definite playoff teams, one of them being a Super Bowl contender in the Niners, and maybe Seattle who beat the Niners, and a Rams team that can absolutely make a run for the wild card. I got to think the Rams bounce back. They'll cover the three. I think the Rams keep it pushing, so I'm going to go with the Rams as my pick.
0: I think Green Bay covers the six and a half. Okay. got to bounce back after that loss. They also have murdered. Giant gave them part two. A possible Super Bowl preview. 1 p.m. on Fox. 49. Niners and
1: Ravens. A showdown.
0: That's that's as tasty of a matchup as you can get.
1: Earl Thomas already caught his shot. They're going to win the chip this year. You got the best team in the NFC and the best team in the AFC. I consider Baltimore better than the wing because Baltimore house New England in in their matchup. New England, you better get home field advantage. I don't think you can go to Baltimore and beat them. I truly don't think you can go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens, New England. I I just don't think you can. You better get home field advantage. For New England to do that, they got to win out. And yeah, Yeah, their opponent better than Baltimore does in the Niners this week
0: in Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. I don't think they win that game.
1: I don't trust Houston enough to win that game. But I get why you say that. Games at home. Seahawks. Seahawks versus Rockets is is appointment viewing. We have uh,
0: an awesome game.
1: Which one? Oh, Minnesota-Seattle. That's a good Monday night game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Minnesota-Seattle
1: is a good Monday night.
0: And Raiders-Chiefs.
1: Interesting. Battle for the AFC West. Oakland got murdered by the Jets last week, but it's an interesting game. That's a pretty good game. Could Oakland actually overtake Kansas City for the AFC West? I'm gonna say no. I think Kansas City heals up a little oh, bit after the bye. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Didn't have Tyree Kill. Didn't have LaShawn McCoy. Very uh, healthy in the Charger game on Monday night football a couple weeks ago. But this is a big game. They faced each other twice going down the stretch. Casey and Denver. Casey and Oakland do. So I'm looking. For, actually, they only faced each other once. Oh, uh, Casey won the the earlier game, but um. I think it's going to be a good game. I think that's, that's going to be a very interesting game at Arrowhead.
0: Yes, and then, and then next week's Chiefs-Patriots.
1: That's a monster game, too. Definitely a monster game. I don't but think New England was out. I, I don't well, think New England was out either. So I, th- I think Baltimore is going to get home field. I really do.
0: Yeah, but I do think Baltimore is going to get home field. I think Patriots are lose at least two more. Because they might lose to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The way, the way that offense has been playing, it's not their defense. Their defense is almost legendary. Mm-hmm. It's their offense.
1: Yeah, the Williams offense is suspect. That's a, that's a pretty suspect offense. I don't think the town talented enough to take advantage of a, of a bad defense like Kansas City or a, I guess, mediocre one in Houston. Yeah. I don't think Houston's great, but Houston's at least serviceable.
0: They don't have the talent to exploit those offenses anymore.
1: No, it doesn't look like they do.
0: Their defenses, and then, and then they they escaped in Philly. They escaped. Um,
1: <clears throat> um, yeah. New England's defense did their thing. The Eagles' offense has gone missing. Uh, yeah. I,
0: because we've lost four of our key players and and basically our defense is playing our asses off.
1: Your defense has been rock solid the last two weeks. I don't put I put a little bit less I put less stock in the Wingle one than the Seattle one. But Seattle's got a real offense. But yeah, that was that was uh, impressive what you did to Seattle. Maybe I mean, the turnovers were just awful. Oh,
0: my Carson God. Both, both sides were awful.
1: Both, both sides were bad, but the Eagles side was worse. Yeah. The Eagles, were, the Eagles were a lot worse. And all those turnovers and the bad throws by Wentz, that, th- that throw to Miles Sanders was awful. Uh, and that, that garbage touchdown, I really look at it as a 17-3 game. I, I, don't, I don't even care for the garbage touchdown uh, by Wentz to Ertz. I really the guy that's as the that, that was really a two-score game for a lot of a lot of the, the way through. Yeah. So, to me, Seattle dominated the game with, with the turnovers or did the thing with the turnovers. And they did all this without just Damian Clowney. Clowney didn't even play. And he made the Eagles... And Ziggy Onza made the Eagles' offensive line look bad. <clears throat> that's concerning. It won't bite... It shouldn't bite them against Miami because Miami's pass rush hasn't been very good. Not maybe Taco Charlton, but... And Miami doesn't have, I don't think Miami has the talent to, to steal the game unless the Eagles turn over the ball a ton. They're going to fight. I, I don't, yeah, I don't Miami, think the Eagles should be favored my ten, but I think they're going to fight. I think Miami's going to fight. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll fight.
0: Yeah, they're a trippy team. I think
1: Miami's so going to fight. So, the Eagles, I think, can get to, as long as they keep pace and keep winning. I think they'll stay either tied or a game behind Dallas. leading Be get into the one-game showdown in Week 16 and Philly. I just don't think they can beat Dallas. I just don't
0: think they have the they have personnel play. to beat Dallas. I don't think they have the personnel to beat Dallas. Um, which means we're probably saving Jason Garrett's job for another year, which is annoying.
1: And you'll miss the playoffs.
0: I won't miss the playoffs will save Jason Garrett's job. Um, as much as I love Jason Garrett in Dallas, I, I he needs to fucking go. There's
1: rumors that Jared Jones is saying only a Super Bowl win would save him. Which probably means he yeah. goes anyway.
0: <laughs> that is bullshit.
1: That's the rumor. I don't know how true that is.
0: I don't think it's true at all. Probably not. Um, That's just my read on him because Jerry Jones is taking his personal relationship to an umpteenth degree. Um, Yeah, so... And then the Sixers win tonight, the Flyers win tonight. Good night for Philly sports.
1: Flyers getting it done against Columbus. We are actually...
0: Heard in the Metro right now, right? Am I correct? Uh,
1: no, 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 the Penguins stole the win against against Vancouver. So I think, wow, Lakers are losing by 10. Uh, we, Flyers are in the Metro... No, they are tied for fourth.
0: Tied for fourth, yeah. The,
1: Peng, the Penguins stole the game against Vancouver, so the Penguins leap over the Flyers and the Hurricanes. But, uh, yeah, the Flyers, play are play right, right. Flyers
0: are playing good. Flyers
1: are the Flyers have pulled it together. They've pulled it together. They've been solid lately. The kids are playing well. Get, Allen. Allen been, they're getting healthy. With uh, Scott Lawton coming back. He scored a goal tonight. They're starting to get healthy. The Flyers are starting to look productive. Nolan Patrick's on his way back. The Flyers are going to be a solid team when they're healthy. Uh, they're going to be a good team when they're healthy.
0: Yeah, and Drew's looking like an MVP candidate.
1: G's starting to get it together. Uh, Vignolk called for G and Voracek to get right and get things up and running. And G's starting to do it. check scored a couple nights ago. Hayes and Van Reeves are starting to play a little bit better. So it's a the Flyers are starting to come together. It's looking looking all right.
0: Yeah and who do you think's winning the NBA right now? The way you, you see it.
1: The Lakers look like the best team in the in the West. Sixers. It's looking- the Sixers look good in the East, though Embiid getting shut out a couple nights ago was not good. He responded nicely tonight. Good luck. He responded nicely tonight. Milwaukee looks really good.
0: Yeah, Milwaukee they got together. Really,
1: really good. And this squad not... is built After that... squad built nice. That's a nicely built team. They, uh, Milwaukee looks really, really good. And it's going to be hard to deal with them in the best of seven because they got all those shooters around the Greek freak. Yeah. It's going to be hard to deal with them in the best of seven. Boston looking nice, too. But it's going to be hard to deal with Milwaukee. Yeah.
0: I, it's going I to be think... hard
1: to deal with the Bucks. And the yep. Lakers and Denver in the West and, and, and the Clippers. and the Clippers. The Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers, Denver, and the Clippers. Those are the three in the West. Those are
0: the three of Sever- the
1: four teams. Those are three of the four teams that you expected in the Western Conference to go in and four make things happen. Houston I think Houston's kinda of fatally flawed. That's not that's a terrible defensive team. And it is. I, I think Houston's fatally flawed. And I, I, they can do it in the regular season. That's fine. But when it rants up in the playoffs and you need defense to save you, I don't think Houston's gonna be able to survive. I really don't.
0: No, I, I, <laughs> I can see Utah picking them off. Mm-hmm. Um, you got them, like, right now,
1: it'll be, be Dallas. Right now, it'll be Dallas, and Luca's looking like an absolute. looking like an MVP candidate.
0: Yeah, Luca yeah. is.
1: fucking... Jesus, incredible. Lucas, is good. Look, look, the... if it weren't for LeBron, Lucas probably the MVP because the, the, the way Luka's been LeBron, outstanding yeah, this year,
0: level right now too. Yep. Well, let's
1: look. Right now, to me, MVP candidates are LeBron, Luca, and then Greek freaker. One, two, three, in that order. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we won't be talking about Russell Westbrook Good God, he's such an unlikable prick.
1: He, he went to Houston. It was an unlikable team because they whine and cry so much. So It's a perfect marriage. It is. I love Russell Westbrook. I love, I love me some Russell Westbrook, but the that's prick. a likable squad. <laughs> Houston's really unlikable. So I, I got no beef with Houston not being a – with Houston being an unlikable team that loses repeatedly. Yeah. Plugs Twitter.com slash beastmikes Where you can find me Penn State actually losing to Arizona State Last week in wrestling That was not good um, That was the first time in, in over 1,200 days That Penn State lost A wrestling match to anybody And then Penn State probably losing to Ohio State But there's no shame in the, the latter loss Chase Young is a beast Ohio State getting it done uh, the Penn State again rolls against Rutgers I will be producing the Friday night game for Penn State Hockey, as the Nittany Lions and hockey continue to do their thing and do it well. And obviously, we'll be at Senior Day for Penn State Rutgers. I believe Big Ten Tailgate's going to be here uh, for that too, so I might, I might stop by there too. But that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend uh, for, uh, with my, my stuff, and obviously, I'll be tweeting out various things that happened over the weekend. So, twitter.com slash beastmix, where you can find me.
0: DJ D. Cooks on Twitter. Um, you can find me doing some stuff. Um, I'll be at the Camp Alpha Hunger volunteering on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Okay. Um, so, President C will always do the, their Camp Alpha Hunger um, down at Xfinity Live, so I'll be down there with the folk, folk, good folks at MMR. Um, and um, um, I'll be volunteering for a few hours, so that that's gonna be good next Wednesday. Um, what else is there? Um, sports and music and movies, and because I am gonna watch The Irishman. Mm. You heard about that movie with Pacino and Heshi uh, and De Niro? That's i, I have not seen a, a promo about
1: it yet.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a good ass movie. So. So, for Beast Mike, this is DJ Crooks, and thank you for listening. Happy Thanksgiving.